You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Our preacher is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller with today's Word of Hope. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Dear Saints, the human heart is an idol factory. John Calvin said it, and he was right about it. Our hearts stained with sin, are inclined to trust in anything and in everything but God. We'll love anything and everything but God. We will fear anything and everything but God. And here stands the first and the greatest of the commandments. You shall have no other gods. What does this mean? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. And yet we end up fearing and trusting and loving everything else above God. And if we need proof of this, consider exhibit A, your worry. You worry. And this shows forth your idolatrous heart. I don't know how many of you have ever played hide-and-seek with a three-year-old before. If you haven't and you need to borrow a three-year-old, let me know. (laughs) You know that when you find the blanket shaped like a 20-pound little wiggling mound and there's giggling coming from underneath, then you know you've found the one you're looking for. And there's a similar thing with worry. Whenever you find yourself worrying about something, you know that there's an idol, a false god, somewhere underneath there. Some sort of squirmy, giggling idol under the covers. And this is what Jesus is getting at in this sermon. We're right in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount in in Matthew chapter 6. And Jesus is putting before us in this entire sermon, three chapters, Matthew 5, 6, and 7, He's putting before us the first commandment. You have no other gods before me. He's calling us to trust in our Heavenly Father alone for all that we need in this life and in the life to come. That's what the entire sermon is about. And Jesus now, in the first verse of our reading is contrasting this faith and trust in God with a faith that's divided, with a person who tries to have faith in God and something else, especially in this text, the person that attempts to have faith in God and money. It isn't possible. No one can serve two masters, says Jesus. Either he'll hate the one and love the other, or he'll be devoted to the one and he'll despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. To serve money, to love money more than God, to be afraid of money, and this is probably to be afraid of the lack of money, or to trust in money, says Jesus, is idolatrous. But how do you know that that idol is there? Take a look at verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. The worship of the idol of money manifests itself in anxiety. The idolatry of trusting wealth will show forth itself in being anxious about your life. Jesus says, look, the birds are not anxious and they have food. Your heavenly Father feeds them. 
The lilies aren't anxious and they're clothed even more beautifully than Solomon in all of his glory. Your heavenly Father clothes them and you are of more value than they. Your heavenly Father will take care of you, so you shouldn't worry. Now, we know this. You know it. If I were to ask you, will God take care of you? Will He protect you? Will God protect you and provide for your family? Will God uphold you? Make sure that everything works out as we're on our way to heaven. You would answer, Pastor, yes, of course. Then why do you worry? Why do I worry? You see, worry is a symptom of a deeper problem. My heart and your heart are idol factories. If you then want to uncover your idols, simply make a list of the things that you're worried about. We could do it right now on your bullet. Make a list of the things you're worried about. And under each one of them is is an idol that's demanding of you fear. And if you don't have enough things on that list, then make another list of the things that you desire, the things that you covet, the things that you lust for. And these are idols demanding your love. And if the list isn't long enough, you could make a third list of all of the things that you're proud of or all the things that you boast of, all the things you put your confidence in. And these are idols demanding your faith, your trust. And all of us have an embarrassingly long list of these things because your heart is an idol factory. Because my heart is an idol factory. And this is frightful. But to us, to us sinners, Jesus comes and offers comfort. It's a rare bit of comfort in the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, The Sermon on the Mount is mostly all law. But there are at the end of our text here two things that Jesus tells us to give us comfort. And the first is this. Your heavenly Father knows already exactly what you need. We think that if Jesus is teaching us not to worry about food and clothing, that he might tell us that not to worry because God will provide all of the, these things. But not yet. The first comfort is that, that the knowledge of God contains your needs. God knows about you. The Gentiles seek after all these things, food and drink and clothing, says Jesus. But your heavenly Father knows that you need them. God knows you. And He knows your needs. He knows them precisely. In fact, He knows them better than you know them. And this is a great comfort. Our heavenly Father is not far off. He's not ignorant of what is going on down here. He is taking care of the sparrows and he's taking care of the clovers and it means that he's not too busy for that. Then he must not be too busy for you. Your heavenly Father knows you and he knows what you're worried about. He knows the turmoil in your heart. He knows what you're afraid of, what you desire, and he knows most of all what you need. And the one who knows this, your Heavenly Father, will provide them. That's the second comfort. 
We, the children of the Heavenly Father, are not to seek after these earthly things, but we are to seek after something more and something greater. And in the meantime, God will take care of all our earthly needs. But seek ye first, says Jesus, the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all of these things, food, drink, clothing, all of these things will be added to you. We, dear saints, are to seek the kingdom of, of God, the righteousness of God. We are to work, not for the food that perishes, but for a crown that will never grow old. We are to strive, for, not for the riches of gold and silver, but for the riches of the righteousness of Christ. I'd like to draw your attention to one word in the verse. It's in verse 33. You can see it in your bulletin. This text that I just read. It's the pronoun. The word his. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The righteousness that Jesus wants us to seek is his, not ours. We are to strive for, not for a man's righteousness or for a man's holiness or for a man's perfection. Jesus sets us after a much greater righteousness, and that is God's. And this righteousness, His righteousness, is not a righteousness achieved by keeping the commandments. That would be a man's righteousness. This is the righteousness that comes by faith. The righteousness of the gospel that's given to us when we believe. This righteousness of the gospel is astonishing. I mean, think about this. We stand here in our sin and our idolatry and there is Jesus in His perfection. Here we are deserving hell and God's condemnation and Jesus is there in His life and He comes and takes our sin upon Himself, our death upon Himself, our condemnation upon Himself and He gives us in its place His perfection and His righteousness and His keeping the commandments perfectly. His perfection. Which means, if you can believe it, that when your heavenly Father looks at you, He sees you as perfect. Not as, if, as a perfect a person who kept all the Ten Commandments. No, not that kind of righteousness. He sees you as perfect as Jesus. He sees you as perfect as He is. That's His righteousness. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things will be added to you because when we have His righteousness, we have passed from death to life. We have passed from hell to heaven. We have gone from being a sinner to being perfect and holy and blessed by the Father in heaven. And we have, when we have His kingdom and His righteousness, we have a love from God which never can be, we be separated from. We have the forgiveness of sins and the righteousness of Jesus, which means, listen, which means there's nothing left to worry about. For Jesus has given Himself to us. And with Him we have everything. My grandfather, I don't know if I've told you this. I, I might have. Uh, so you can tune out if you heard the story before. My grandfather was a fighter pilot in World War II. He flew P-38s. and He was, uh, hardly anyone in his squadron uh, came back home. Uh, he was one day flying a mission over somewhere in, in Europe and 
uh, and uh, most of the uh, fighter pilots that were with him uh, crashed, were shot down, and he was shot up as well. It took out one of the engines of the plane. It went through the cockpit, and he was shot in the arm, uh, and, and he barely made it home to crash land at, at the base. Uh, and he, from that day on, thought that I should have died. But what that means then is that every day for him was a gift from God, a free gift. Every moment of life came straight from the hand of the Heavenly Father. This gospel text that we had was the gospel at his funeral. The one who does not worry is the one who knows that everything that we have in this life and in the life to come, everything that we have is a gift from your Heavenly Father who loves you, who cares for you, and who gives you everything that you need. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We hope you were blessed by today's Word of Hope. Hope Lutheran Church is located at 1345 Macon Street in Aurora, Colorado. Their weekly schedule is as follows. Sunday morning worship at 9.15, adult Bible class and youth Sunday school at 10.45 a.m. On Tuesday mornings there is a matin service at 8.30 a.m. with a Bible class to follow at 9.30 a.m. You can find out more about Hope Lutheran Church at www.hope-aurora.org. That's www.hope-aurora.org. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you in His grace.